You're listening to the Ace Broadcasting Network.
Okay, we welcome our podcasters. As, as we told you last week, this is our last show. And um, so I want to try to maybe tie up a loose ends of what we've done for how many weeks? How many weeks has it been? Is it 40? In total? Yeah. It's got to be many is it almost a year. No, maybe not no. a year. Seven or eight months. Has it been that long? Oh. No. Yeah, I guess so. Would you have any idea of what we're up to? I mean, what way to go? It's got to be forty <laughs> episodes or something. I don't know. Around forty ish. Okay. Anyway, around forty ep- episodes, and this will be our last one. So we <laughs> we need to um, kind of put some loose ends in and give you our kind of goodbye, um, and um, and try to see what what you could take with you. Those uh, that are interested, those that that's interest. Um, so I'm going to see if I can piece a few things together. What I, uh, the beginning part would be deep within the human spirit. There is a search. We're looking for something. Nothing seems to totally fulfill it in our life. I know as an 80-year-old man and going through all the things of life, of professions and relationships and all that, um, it's, that's still not it. So we're looking kind of for a new vision of why we are here, something we need to ask ourselves. What are we doing here? Why we are here and what we may become. That's even more important. So we feel ourselves here and with the question of why, who am I, why am I here, and what we may become. So as Ray and I get ready to launch into this, we check if we've always been doing the whole time, so we'll end with it, which is to be present. And we give that to our podcasters. Um, What would it be to really be present in a room, in a relationship, in a job, to be fully present and to experience ourselves? Um, So we kind of trace this from the beginning as we all went through development um, the migration from matter, we really started right at the beginning. Uh, from matter, through body, through thought, through spirit, through soul, all the different levels from the beginning of this uh, being. And facets of consciousness that can be split off. As we, go, as we move from all these different levels, There's consciousness that's split off, distorted, or neglected in any of these levels. Facets of the body can be repressed. We we did a little body show one time, talked about the body. Or neglected. uh, Facets of the body can be repressed. Elements of the mind can be distorted. Aspects of the soul can be denied. And the call of spirit could be ignored. And in any case, um, those alienated facets remain with us today. So if something goes wrong uh, and all these things, some possibilities, something could slightly go wrong physically in birth. And, and, um, and Like what happened to you, like you were gassed. Yeah, right. Some new people, my mother 
said when she got back from the hospital that keep an eye on Junior, he's been gassed. <laughs> so uh, I think she's right. Um, so what what really ha- what really has come to that is a fragmentation. This fragmentation could produce a a pathology both in body and mind. Um, the, and the pathology depends on the seriousness of what went wrong, particularly what we call the psychosexual development. So you can see we start right from the beginning to know that I spent a little time on that earlier, uh, way early in the broadcast, but I did it because it was the foundation, because when something goes wrong at that level, there's layers laid down that we're out of touch with. They're in what's called the shadowy part of our psyche. They're in the subconscious, unconscious, and there they live, and we can hit vibrations of them, but we can't name them clearly because they came, most of them, prior to language. Are you, are you saying most maladies lie within the psychosexual development? Yeah, I would say, yeah, because they're, they're those levels... Um, and of course, each one was upgraded and upgraded. And if you went wrong early, uh, in fact, starting from the fetus, I mean, uh, problems that can come right from the earliest levels of all, and coming into first infancy and birth, and um, was already with fear or powerful fearfulnesses and. Um, but straight from the womb, you can come out that way. Yeah. Right. So at the different levels of what I'm calling transplantation, remember the first seed goes into the fetus, and that's a whole development, all kinds of stuff. The shape mama's in is what she's eating, what she's drinking, what's going on between mom and pop at those times. Are they arguing? or they get along? All that's being um, those vibrations. Because this is the level, the fetus seed is more at the level of vibration. Um very difficult to name afterwards because it's at the level of vibration. And then the next real planting is birth. Remember we told three or four important plantations. Birth and how that all went at the hospital. In my days, I used to have it at home a lot and uh, midwives would do it. And so all, all the things, the, the temperatures, the cold, um, affecting a very fragile beginning baby. And then how we went through development. And What's the oral one, though? Like psychosexual happens a little later, right? Like around four or five or something? Well, no, no. Um, almost all. The oral is a part because one of the beginning um, um, graspings of the baby is the nipple and the feeding. So you can see it's a very powerful one. Uh, it had to do with really the prolonged, the, the very instinctual center that went for that nipple or the bottle, um, you know, knew what to do with it. Once it got in its mouth, it's never had that before. Uh, knew exactly what to do with it. These are pre-birth um, mechanisms that are already in place. So if that baby was able to get to it, if all that worked out and began... So the oral is a very powerful one and eventually has to do with how our whole eating was and um, habits to do with mouth and smoking and all different uh, things that drawing in. Pain. So when I smoke, I'm essentially going for mom's teeth. Don't say that. 
Well, the, the habit of um, the oral of the oral uh, and how and how it how it was formed. In other words, was it was it did that all work right? Did the milk come out? Well, what was the attitude of the mother at the time? You know, was she annoyed <coughs> or in pain or depressed uh, with her husband and and the little one had to suck hard to get what it needed. So, you know, hard, hard to say exactly, but we can use that as an example. It's a basic feeding of our instincts. It's our primordial survival level. So, and a lot of addictions are related to that. So perhaps it is only now in the 21st century that the, the, with this unprecedented ac- access to all kinds of knowledge world spiritualities, um, Western psychology, things that people from the past didn't really have access to. We're at the height of, you know, of the computer and messages being passed easily through one or the other. So we're looking now for a larger understanding. We're equipped with all this possibility of <coughs> knowledge. And, uh, and I've been trying to unite Western psychology, was, which I've had a little training in, and in Buddhism. We've been talking about Buddhism. So unite these traditions. I don't, it's, it's not been done yet. I mean, people have been trying to do that, seeing what we can get from all of them. Now, these, um, these new visions, the new vision that we need, needs to understand about these two natures, and that's another one we spend some time on, two different halves of this creature, two halves that have to come together for any real uh, um, growth into the uh, later consciousnesses. Um, so we have, the, we have the personality of the psychosexual development. We have the, from that coming, ego, the ego, you know, ego is a controversial thing. Many different things are said about it. And in the spiritual world, a lot of it is looked down upon, like you've got to get rid of the ego um, to get to this next level of development. But I've said it here in a little different way. The ego is the first major, through all that psychosexual development, if things really went well, then one has an ego intact, an ego that can go out and find a job and negotiate with the world, could negotiate for relationships and marriage and business security, that ego, if that's, if that's in full tech and that went well, um, then the person can now find something in the world. They can negotiate a relationship. They can find a healthy profession. They can do that, um, pick up for themselves, like themselves, and so on. So to me, you've first got to have an ego before you could ever... Drop it. And right there, a lot, of, a lot of things went wrong right at that level. The ego is kind of an effectively a, a cluster of energy. You know, we try to give names to things, but it's an energy. It's an energy that came from the baby uh, leaving Mama de Rapprochement period, a period about three, four, two, three, four, five, in that area. Uh, the baby leaves Mama goes on, tries different things, goes in the kitchen, crawls around, and so on. 
it's looking for new things. Um, and, um, and then reports back to mama. It's like uh, mama allows the baby, it's like if it was a boat, to now go, on, go out on sea, you know, go take a rowboat ride, but come back to the main ship all the time. Now, what shape was the main ship in? Was it um, annoyed? Was it had some kind of chronic uh, um, edge to it? A little mad, a little disappointed? So that's what baby had to come back to. So baby's finding an individuation. In other words, it's, trying, it's, finding an, it's finding an identity at that time to connect to that's not just mother, you see, and what uh, Carl Jung called individuation. Um, and how that went is how the ego is going. And if the ego is uh, weak, there's a problem, as it is for a lot of us. The ego was not totally intact and didn't know how to negotiate for itself. But it was compensated and through um, con and um, lying and faking because it didn't it knew it didn't really have it it knew its own frustrations but to the public world that had to fake its way through it had to pretend it knew things and so on so it lost a basic touch with itself so western psychology focuses on the earthly part on 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 the earthly part of the nature which now which means the ego basically the health of the ego, and that's the Western psychological world. Well, the Eastern traditions are now saying there's something more than that. There's a super normal world. There's a possibility of an enlightenment or a higher consciousness. Now, one, what I'm saying is that you can't go on to this other unless there's been some uh, repair of the ego. Because there's nothing that can hold up. In other words, the ego has got to get it, be interested in this next step in evolution, um, this higher consciousness. But it has to also get itself in shape um, to be able to um, participate in, in the wisdoms and the, and the will and the discipline to be able to move to this next area. So, Ray, to you, is that is that a pretty? That's been pretty clear to you. Yeah, but I, I also think it takes years to catch on to it. You know, I mean, you don't realize that you're even being not not fooled by the ego, but you're being. You know, you ain't getting it, and it's going to take you a while to get it. That's all there is to it. It just doesn't come in. You know, it doesn't come quickly. That's what I've learned about it. Oh, oh yeah. You know, yeah. and I definitely, and I, you know, and everybody wants instant gratification and satisfaction, but that's not the rule of thumb here. Get it? That's my joke. Mm. Oh, my thumb. Yeah, Ray, Ray heard his thumb. It's all blue. I close it in my fucking truck door. He closed it in his door, but we all know, oh, God, when you have smashed fingers in any way, um, well, we know the pain of that. You know, um, and I, the the irony of that is, um, you know, I I I do little things like during the day to to remember myself, and one of them's, um, you know, use your left hand more, like concentrate on using your left, you know, during work, driving, whatever it mm -hmm. might be, and um, then I smash my my right thumb off, oh, so God. I can't use my right. 
<laughs> so now I've really got to use my left. Oh, wow. Can you your right hand? You I'm know? right-handed, yeah. I'm right-handed. Uh, I'm like your son who's left-handed. Are you left? Yeah, you're right. I'm right-handed. Yeah. yeah. So at your work now that you're doing, are you mean like picking up pools and things like that, or? Yeah, but I can go a little bit lefty, so I'm all right, you know. And um, you know, I also have my guys, so. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, I yeah. have, I have, I do have help, but it, it's you know, you can't even sleep; it just throbs. Oh yeah, it's nuts. I'm sure. You know, uh, talking about that, very early in my life, um, my mother had a macaroni machine, it was called. She made raviolis with it. She was a great, great cook, my mother. Um, and uh, the raviolis is that you had to take this dough mixture and roll it through like rollers, you know. So I've, I've had So my, it like had a gear and two pins and you rolled it through it? Yeah. And you would roll it, and it would like, flatten out and through the roller. And I was watching her, and I put my finger in it. <laughs> and um, yeah, that finger still was distorted. And so Ray's thumb and my finger both went through the... How old were you when you did that? Um, I probably no, I have no idea, but I would say quite young, four or five. I would, I would, I would think of that. Um, and I, you know, I even have some memory of that pain at the time because I literally that little finger was going through that roller and s smashing it. Uh, and Ray just did something like that uh, with the door, and we both did that. Let's see, Brian, would you put the um, just asking Brian whether because I can have an idea of how you're allowed to do whatever you want. It's this swan song time, man. Right. This is swan song time, so I'm... <laughs> you can do whatever you want. Oh, I see we get all you zero. Don't, you so. don't need the ticker. Now, listen, asleep at the wheel over there is fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but we're getting all... Oh, well, it says 18. Okay. Anyway, I was going to get that straight. So, this search we're calling for the higher and all the pains that we're going to go through getting there just in our general life. Ray's recently was smashing his finger. Something last week we talked about intentional suffering. So these sufferings are going to come in all different ways, accidents and loss of love and loss of jobs and different securities. That's, um, a, that's a really tough one, though, the one making loss of love an intentional thing mm -hmm. because everybody's been through that and it's always, you know, it's it's cyclical. Like, you know what it is. But to turn that around and make it intentional and put it more on you or to see what you're doing through the whole thing or what you've done through the whole thing or how mm -hmm. you weren't present or whatever your behaviors were and to really look at that, that's a tough call. Yeah. That's a really hard one to do. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, um, I was made, made, uh, thinking maybe saying a little more about it then. There, there are two levels that we talked about it. One is intentional suffering. That's the part of against, going against a habit. So that if your legs are crossed and your aim was kind of to really feel your feet on the floor and be present, and having to move out of a comfortable position um, because of an aim, because you're trying to be more conscious. Um, 
that's kind of suffering. Uh, that's minor. I mean, that's you know, the time doesn't seem to be that much. But any kind of something where you have an aim as, you, as you're trying to climb to this higher level, um, and you have to have some discomfort for it. Meditation is part of that. Having to do that sitting. Um, that's one kind of. So where you actually govern yourself at some level, checking yourself and postures and so on. Um, little things we talked about. You know, something that would like to read a magazine at this point in the office, in a doctor's office or something, and you just say, no, I'm, I'm going to just try to be here. Uh, and yet it would have been more fun to read the the, uh, the magazine. So now the other part is the natural sufferings that come up uh, medically, accidents. It isn't that you can turn them around. It's that when it happens, you use it as a shock, um, a shock that kind of goes through you, like the first time you, when that first happened to you, Ray, that feeling of that sharp pain that came to you at that time. And, you know, we, we were trying, trying to comfort ourselves and see what's wrong and, you know, getting through the beginning shock. And then right after that, have a sense of uh, this pain I'm going through right now. Um, I like to use it to wake up. Um, now the pain will keep going. And, <clears throat> and the same thing with the loss of a love, which will take time to, to get over and to start again. But while you're in that, you have an idea that you kind of offer it to this new consciousness that I'm going after. Uh, I want to use it for that, since I'm going, I'm going through it anyway. And I want to, could I use it to wake me up? That would be, that would be the question. But it's very hard, as Ray pointed out, to do that. I mean, because you always have, I mean, nobody wants to wake up. It's not a voluntary thing, really, you know? And then you always have, you always have stuff that you, you fall back on, you know? You always have certain habits or patterns that you fall back on. Okay, I broke up. Okay, I drink a 12-pack. Okay, I do this. Okay, I do that, you know? I mean, there's always stuff out there f that, you, that you're conditioned to. You know, on a, on a subconscious and unconscious level where you, you seek them. I mean, you're not even aware that you're seeking them. Absolutely. You're not aware that you're doing it. Like, I remember I got called out one time um, by my girlfriend, and she goes, everything, when you, when you, like, I bummed a cigarette off of somebody, and um, she said, every time you have contact with a female or something like that, you always, it's a, there's always a sexual nature to it. Mm. And, I, and I thought about it, and it was like, wow, I let that in, and it was, you know what, she was right. You know, there's that, there's that thing going on, and and I and I became very conscious of it, and I became, you know, and then w with my dealings with women and stuff, I would see myself like, oh, I could say that, and then I would back off because I knew that's kind of like what she was talking about. And mm. then you're not present. Then I'm not present with her, you know. Then it like takes me out of the loop. So I, I've been conscious of that, and that's a, a big one for me, mm. you know. And I got that from my pops. You know, I've mm -hmm. seen him do that sticky shit, and I remember how it made me feel, mm -hmm. you know, even though I wasn't dating him. 
but it was just a, you know it was a thing yeah. that he had you know so it was like to become conscious of that and then to, to <clears throat> but to let it in was a big deal instead of being defensive what are you talking about i just bumped a cigarette or whatever i did you know but to let it in at a different level Whoa. was a big deal kind of like what you were talking about before yeah well ray's really hitting on a topic that's really has great possibilities to follow and look at it's bigger than what it seeming to be well first place the response to ray at the beginning people have no awareness that they're asleep so there's no there is no such thing as shall i become awake there's not even awareness that there's anything wrong that this what i'm in is exactly the only nature and the only consciousness and i'm not asleep i'm really there it takes a while before you and influences in life and things that you have to bump into, or even to acknowledge that, you know, that might be right. I'm not fully awake. You see, so that's even a second step. The first step is not even knowing anything. But well, most other, people yeah. don't even know. But you, you know, if you tell somebody you're asleep, you're, you know, you're in for a fight, right? I mean, for most people, like, hey, man, you're, you're just doing what you're doing. You don't even see what you're doing. And you say that to somebody, and it, you know, it's, it's almost confrontational. At least the way I would say it, it would be confrontational. The way right. you would say it, I'd have to think about it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, I, I would ponder it, and I would, like, take it in. But if I were to say it to someone, it might be a little different. Yeah, okay. Now, uh, how, how you say it? We had a whole thing. We had a whole, uh, one, one, at one point in the Buddhism, we had something called right speech, now you can see where things like that come in. Right speech. You know, to say to somebody, hey, man, you're asleep, that's to get, you know, that's certainly a confrontational thing. Um, it's not pointing it out in that way. Um, if any way, it's like trying to... Like whenever I have a conversation with your kid, it always feels like, all right, what am I doing wrong? You know what I mean? It's automatically, boom, something's off-center, and it's not really a... Um, it's not a conversation or it's not a give and take. It's not a, it's not a, you know, you don't feel it. You're just automatically in defense mode or like, okay, this is where this is going again or whatever, you know? Yeah. And that, I've never had that with you though. I never like walking and you say, what do you bring or something? I've never, and then it seems like you can get more out too. And you get to go to a different place with it. Well, so you and Adam are peers. You grew up together. There's a lot of, unfinished business and that whole uh, it's a whole different thing um peers and even in family brothers and you know well, what we go through with siblings that's a different story yeah, therapy is like you're coming into a new relationship where from the beginning that's not really the crux of it um so Devin, what you're going through with adam is the same thing you might go through with a brother or um that's why I don't talk to them. Right. <laughs> Family member. Right. Okay, so we're, we, we've kind of touched on something uh, uh, as we... Um, well, it's not to be continued, so... Right, so we can't continue this. But um, we're like born with two lives within ourselves. Two lives within ourselves. That's, we're, we're an instrument with two lives. It's like my trumpet and flugelhorn. Uh, both of them. I could use either one of them. And these, uh, these forces are mostly opposed to each other, too. They're not natural friends. 
uh, at all. One is much more animal, has to, has to do with the instincts and instinctive level. And, um, and to, ask, uh, to ask the meaning of life, or the beginning questions I asked earlier, is to, to bring them together. In other words, you're inquiring about, as you begin to see both of them, first place you need to see the, the experiential part of the fragmentation of the different selves and how one is really after, has a, has a me, me, me greediness to it. It's, um, it's the way any animal, survival-level creature would be. It has that consciousness. Um, it's a, you know, remember, which I didn't, I talked a little bit about this, but just quickly, is that the first consciousness um, is an archaic consciousness. It's a consciousness that happened between being an animal, the hominoid era before, right between animalness and the beginning of what we're calling humans, but the early humans, the early primates, and so on. Um, and that, uh, that's an archaic consciousness. So we started that way. And there's material at that level. The next is, uh, I don't remember these anymore, was what's called a magical consciousness. And we live in a mad, the way babies live in magic and... and um, fantasy. Fantasy. Um, and then the, and the mythical consciousness is really where the beginning of stories and writing the Greek stories of the gods and so on. And then there's rational consciousness. Well, now the brain is fully kicked in, and now there's a rational level. But all those levels, um, like there has to be like kind of an integration of all of them as we slip back into one and into another, and you begin to see the differences in what you're in. Uh, the, there are people that are very locked into the um, fantasy in, the, in that level, and they see all of life through the, the mystical and they see life through the magic. It's magic all the time. All the stories of magic and so on. You meet them all the time. Yeah. Go to a party, you know. Go to a party. You mean like last night's party? No. <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> no, know about I, that one. Yeah, what was that one about? He's um, not even listening. Look at him. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, come on. We're allowed to poke fun at oh, you. Oh, I'm sorry. The Big Ten basketball tournament's on right now. Oh, Ohio yeah. State's about to get knocked out, so. Oh, that's uh, my, too bad. I'm a little distracted. I'm sorry. Uh, Where are they playing? They're playing over here? Indianapolis. And when when does it go down over here? Today, right? It, it started last night, the Pac-10 tournament. Yeah. It's at the Staples Center. Who won? Uh, <laughs> I think Arizona did and USC and Washington. All right, back to your basketball. Right. UCLA lost. I know that. Did they lose? UCLA's yeah. won? They yeah. what? They yeah. won, Jim. Oh, UCLA won? Yeah, I think so, as far as I know. Oh, I think I th- uh, think they're lost. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyway, now let's take this for an example. Suppose wow. um, um, Brian, at the, the wheel of this ship that's going on right now, and that he said, hmm, let me see, I could watch the basketball? Hmm. Or I could hear something about consciousness. Which one shall I choose? Well, he picks basketball, of course, and most of us will. Wait a minute. Let's say over the last 40 sh- shows, which one did he choose? But if, it depends what season it was. Right. That means you never <laughs> listen to the show. Right. And, and, and for most, the same with all of us, we pick the other. Because that's, that's the thing we're really interested in. And, and with time, we go quickly and we get excited and so on. 
this area is not that. It's more work. And, um, but that, that's an example of what intentional suffering would be. Even if right now he tuned it off and said, wait a minute, I've been listening to it, and maybe I'll, I'll, for the last moments of this show, uh, I'll really pay I'll attention. <laughs> yeah, I'll really listen. Um, but that's, that's intentional suffering. You have to be up to there. Um, also, to, to get the knowledge that we've been talking about here is not just a given. There has to be real preparation. One might be turning off the basketball game. Uh, small things in life, the beginning of small things. Um, a preparation for higher knowledge is um, uh, a work in itself and has a lot of, a big part of its purification of the lower nature, um, mostly that, uh, that. But, you know, it's time. not really, a, well, I guess it is a knowledge because, you know, like knowledge is a, a acquired, you know. I mean, you go to class or whatever you do or you, you do what you do, but I think there's more to the preparation as far as, like I have a thing where I write stuff down or I, I do, you know, I gather things, and it's it's not real preparation. It's just more accumulation. So it's like I don't get it at a level because I haven't had them cross-pollinate, you know. So it's like I have to be conscious of what I do. Okay, I can't do this anymore. And then when I find myself doing it, like I take notes when you when you speak sometimes. But now instead of you know having them in a pile of whatever, this goes under a file now. So it's getting clearer and it's getting better. But sooner or later, it's, it's got to go away. You know, and there's a lot of habitual stuff you get caught in, and you and you fake it like it's higher. Mm-hmm. You fakey it like it's, uh, you know, like you're doing something as far as having a conscience or, or being involved in the work, as you term it. But you're, you're kind of jerking yourself off. Yeah, there's different, there's, you know, an example would be, I don't know if this would be a good example. Um, I thought mine was pretty good, John. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 give a good one. No, I don't even know if this, but anyway, I just... Um, there's a gentleman I, I ride to the Gurdjieff work a couple of days. We, we exchange cars. We live in the same area. So we take a turn to peace driving. He's a physicist. Um, that I really quite, and he's worked on a lot of different important things and given uh, lectures all over the world, all over the world. And he's uh, quite an accomplished guy. Now he's, he had all this training in physics, all the steps along the way um, to reach the level he's, he has as a physicist. And he has that kind of knowledge. Now, the knowledge that he needed now at this level of consciousness, um, he, he likens it to going like, to something even more difficult to get than the first uh, level of of learning all the mathematics and all that material. Something in him had to change or allow to let in um, so that he has both now. He has both this training as a physicist, um, doing marvelous things in science. He's retired now. He's my age, a little older. Um, And they're still going to meditations and different things that he does. We go together um, and we can talk about different levels of things, but that's an example about 
the the uh, the, 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 the level of the knowledge of a scientist quite something mathematics chemistry all of that and his knowledge about the higher consciousness on a different level and uh, sometimes he speaks about the difference in the two of them um, he the first one was actually came easier to him the well the esoterics one, gotta be tougher right 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 because there's, there's an opening that that the first part, you can be a physicist and not open your heart. Um, the second one, you can't. So yeah, you, the, I guess the vulnerability of it is pretty scary. Mm. Yeah. That's got, there's something there. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, and learning, uh, there's, a, there's parts about learning about yourself that you don't have in the first part of your training professionally in life. <coughs> but this part, you've got to get to know yourself, and that's always... Well, like the when hardest. I got called out, on, and then when I got called out on that thing with the cigarette, you know, with with girls and stuff like that, and that everything's sexual, that was a pretty tough thing for me to face. Yeah, you know, I didn't really want to look at it that way. But the more I sat with it, and the calmer I was, I, I saw there was a truth there. Mm-hmm. You know, and and what it did—that's that's the other thing. Like the not necessarily the backlash, but like what kind of trouble it gets you in. And what does it mean? And what is, what is it? What is it serving? You know what I mean? What am mm-hmm. I really serving there? Wow! All right, that's all fucking weird and dark. <laughs> you know, really? And then you see like how much time you spend there yeah. at a level, and what, what? And then you know when you're doing your thing or whatever your thing might be. Like okay, that. And then to bring that into light is a, is a painful thing. You know, absolutely. And that's a and that. But it's 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 necessary, mm-hmm. or else you just keep doing it, which most people do, and they they're on off, and that's what you mean by asleep. Yeah, that's a good a good description of sleep. You know, fucking, just, we're on today, Jim. Yeah, the thing is, I kind of know what direction now, and this talk we're having now, we're really touching, you know, practically some of the bedrock of what would have to be worked out. It's a shame it's our last one. Because we would take off from here, um, you know, the people that could listen to this and try to understand what's going on at this level, um, it would be uh, quite something to um, to really to take really. In. Yeah, this is the part of getting this part about knowing deeply more about yourself and the vulnerability of that and the image of that of what you have to go through with other people and. Um, for example, if there was a master in this room right this moment, a master in a sense which I am not, but a master who really developed and got into this higher world, well, just say even just with the three of us here, Ray, at, uh, Ray and uh, Brian and myself, if he were here, he would be able to go to the crux of everything we say because he has that kind of development. We don't have a chance for that. Sometimes I have a chance for that when I'm um, at another work. And I see the difference that they could really spot the bedrock of what's happening and they can go to it. We won't have that here because we don't have a master, but um, we'll have to do the best. But wait a minute, you do that for me, though. To some degree, there's levels of it, yeah. 
And incidentally, we also want to leave that idea of psychotherapy, of all the, we talk about tools. One of the important things, particularly to do with this development we're talking about, is that psychotherapy is one of the tools that could really help uh, with the miscarriages of um, the miscarriages of um, psychosexual development and all that part that's stored away inside us. And that was one of the greatest parts about Buddha, who was, I think I said this last week, I'm not sure, but Buddha didn't have this knowledge that we have today uh, on the sciences and so on. But he he was interested in who who he was and what his high levels of consciousness. That was around at that time. And he just sat, and he did it through, he said, I could... Um, through meditation, I could I could come to something. But at least I'm going to try. But it would be intense. He would have to do it long lengths of time. And um, so he had an instinct that there's a way to come to the same things that today, even science, uh, is coming to through accumulated knowledge. And he came to it by going deeper in himself and deeper and finding universal consciousnesses within himself and go deeper and deeper until he became uh, free, became a, a master in his own right. It's interesting. He knew that even back at that time. Okay, so um, we're about to wind our time up. I'm, I want to say um, thank you very much, Jim, and I enjoyed doing this with you. Oh, well, thank you. I enjoyed doing it with you. And I'll, I'll miss it, too. Yeah, we'll miss doing it. Maybe some way we could someday have something like this, but I, I don't know. Um, okay, so you're going to hear... Wait, are we going to we gonna scat it out? Well, it's taps time. We're going to really scat, aren't we? Just a little bit. All right. Look, this is coming to the end, but we're going to keep the spirit high. Because a lot of good things happen. And since I'm a kind of a jazz musician to some degree... Um, we'll be going out on the on the note of jazz. On a <clears throat> note. <clears throat> oop, oop. Mm-hmm. Oop, oop. Go Ray. Chabadoobop, oop, oop. oop, oop. Oh, bebop. bebop, bebop. Uh, Jim, my thumb hurts too much for that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. I like to shake it around. He's, not, he's just swinging and they... shaping. You should see him. He's beating. He's a happy man. Good job, Jim. Okay. All right. Here we go. Another part. Beep, bop, boo, 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 bop, bop, boo, 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 Beep bop boo beep bop boo 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 bay Yeah yeah ba do ba do ba do ba do ba bo ba bo ba do bop up 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 was I supposed to go there? Uh, <laughs> Ray took a convenient drink of water. <laughs> He's still moving that hand. I'm only you good. I'm him. only good at like the three four time thing. When, oh. go, when you get into like ten, I go like huh. Oh, all right. Here needs three, four time. I'm going to give one a three, four Uh-oh, time. I'm in this trouble. is waltz time now. Here we go. Boop, 
three, four time. Boop, bop, bop, boop, bop, bop, boop, bop, bop, boop, boop. All right. Okay, folks, we're, we're, we'll probably just have another uh, eight in measures to go. Anyway, we want to thank you, the group that stayed. Very much. And uh, stayed with us and went through all our things together and uh, hope that some way you'll take some of this and find in your journey and find a way to to a school or take to it a to future. Heart. Take it to heart. Yes, uh, bop, bop, root up. Woo! Good job, Jim.